from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Thursday, July 15th. I'm Marco Werman. Today, outrage in the Senate over BP's connections with Libya and the Lockerbie bomber. Make no mistake, any money it makes off of that oil is blood money, pure and simple. Also, summer camp for kids of soldiers deployed abroad. You get to ride horses, you do archery, and lots of fun stuff. And you get to talk about like people that are sad, and you can keep them company and make them not sad. First, this news. BBC News with Jim Lee. An American official has told the BBC that an Iranian nuclear scientist who's just returned home was a defector who changed his mind because he wanted to see his family again. The official said the scientist, Shahram Amari, had been paid well, but the money was now beyond his reach because of the sanctions on Iran. Kim Gattas reports from Washington. Shahram Amiri returned to Tehran flashing a victory sign, while in the U.S. a senior American official has said that the 32-year-old nuclear scientist had given significant original information that had checked out. He added that the young man was now gambling on Iranian authorities being dumb as he attempted to convince them he never cooperated with the U.S. The official again insisted Mr. Amiri had not been kidnapped or coerced and had made the decision to come to the U.S. without his family. The U.S. official said that Mr. Amiri had wanted to see his family again and that he chose a stupid way to do it, by lying about what had happened to him to build credibility back home. Reports from Iran say at least four people have been killed in two explosions outside a Shiite mosque in the southeastern city of Zahedan. The deputy interior minister told the semi-official news agency Fars that suicide bombers were to blame. In 2007, a Sunni Muslim insurgent group, Jundullah, claimed responsibility for a bomb that killed 80 members of Iran's Revolutionary Guard in Zahedan. The oil company BP says it's begun testing a cap on its leaking undersea oil well in the Gulf of Mexico. The test should reveal if this latest attempt can halt what is the worst environmental disaster in American history. From Washington, Madeleine Morris reports. BP says it has fixed the problem which delayed the start of its much-anticipated new capping system. It will now take up to two days to see if the broken well can withstand the pressure of the blocked-in oil. If all goes to plan, the cap could stop the flow altogether. Engineers are racing against time to get the system in place before the Gulf's hurricane season gets into full swing. Meanwhile, the U.S. government has said BP must pay royalties on all the oil and gas captured from the well, as well as any lost oil, if it's found the company was negligent in its operations. China has become the biggest worldwide investor in renewable energy after overtaking the United States, according to the United Nations. Mark Gregory reports. China opened new wind farms, producing as much electricity as 20 large coal power stations last year. It made the country the world's biggest investor in all forms of green energy. The next largest producers of wind power were the United States and Spain. These are among the findings of two United Nations-linked studies, chronicling the growing significance of energy from renewable sources, such as wind, solar, hydropower and biomass, that don't add to the stock of greenhouse gases. Well, news from the BBC. 
The Vatican has tightened its procedures for dealing with child sex abuse by priests. Officials have been ordered to speed up the most urgent cases, and the time allowed for alleged victims to bring complaints has been doubled from 10 to 20 years after their 18th birthday. Sexual abuse of the mentally disabled is brought within the rules for the first time. Pakistan's Foreign Minister Shah Mahmood Qureshi has spoken of the resumption of a dialogue with India after several hours of talks in Islamabad with his Indian counterpart S.M. Krishna. Relations soured after India accused Pakistan of failing to counter Islamist attacks in India. An assault by Pakistani gunmen in Mumbai in 2008 killed more than 160 people. From Islam